This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. This is the Voice of Pacific Women on Plains FM 96.9. Hear about what is happening in our Pacific communities, information on well-being, Pacific community activities, and our government updates that are relevant to our Pacific peoples. And of course, our favourite Pacific sounds. This show comes to you with the support of the Ministry for Pacific Peoples. Talofalova, Kiorana, Nisa Bulavanaka, Talola Ni, Pakalofalahi Atu, and Warm Pacific Greetings. Um, welcome to the show on this very chilled morning for a Friday, our last Friday for the month of July. Um, and yeah, welcome to the show. It's um, It's been a while, so it's nice to be back in the uh, pilot seat again while. Um, our beautiful Nuss is uh, taking some time off to have baby, um, so she'll be away for a good year just to nurture and be a mum, um, and so we're looking forward to hearing the good news um, when it comes through. Um, so, Kirana um we are celebrating Cook Islands Language Week this weekend, um, so we're going to dedicate this program um, to some 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 really nice vibes, um, Cook Island vibes. So I, I hope that you've got your hips ready to go because there's a few Cook Island drums in the in the mix, um, but also some other tunes from the Cook, from the beautiful islands of the Cook Islands. But before we kick off our show for today, um, I'm actually going to kick off with a prayer actually in the Cook Islands language. Um, so. Um, just, I just feel drawn to we don't normally open with a prayer but I really feel drawn to opening with a prayer this morning so um, let's just take this moment just to kind of breathe so breathe in and breathe out and we'll just take this moment just to give thanks um, so the morning prayer from the Cook Islands in Cook Islands is Kapure uh, Tato E te mātua metua e rangi e te rangi teitei, te pati atu nei mātou e tau, ake mai tā rangi e tei e petoma. Kia mātou, tā takekiati, nā roto e te ngoa o Iesu, e pure atua e mātou. Amene. And following our prayer, um, our word for today. Um, I'm not actually doing Friday's one because I I was looking through the word for today um, that I receive every morning and I was kind of drawn to another one, actually. So, um, And this one came through a couple of days ago. Uh, so this one is, Let peace be your yardstick. So God's peace will guard your thoughts and emotions from Philippians 4 verse 7 so it says um, you can have peace regardless of your circumstances may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times and in every situation 
think about it. God has no worries or problems because he controls everything. And as you learn to trust him, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ. Uh, Our one author writes, If you lived in a town constantly harassed by enemy raids, one option for the military would be to send troops to actually live beside them or live beside you. They wouldn't just provide protection during an attack. They would um, dissuade the enemy from launching future future attacks. This is the implication in Philippians 4 verse 7. The Holy Spirit has set up garrison within us, within us and God's uh, garrison of peace will um, dwell in your heart and mind protecting you and healing the wounds of worrying and fear that threaten to invade your life. It's the kind of peace that transcends human understanding because it's God-powered and spirit-connected. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace into which we we now stand. So, are there, any, are there areas in your life where you lack peace? Um, we encourage you to give them to God. The, psalm said, the psalmist said, He speaks peace to his faithful people. Diane Ebbs observes, When God speaks, peace is the message. Never settle for any course that's not characteristic of, characterized by peace. It's not God. Just a little while longer, I want to pray Can get you off of my soul, can I say thank you, Lord Just for loving me, I Many times I do forget Every need that you have met Oh, thank you, Lord I know you're showing me You are there when I am down and out You're holding me Your love is so amazing Oh, it changed me Here I am, fall ahead Raise my hands to worship you Touch my heart. I 
And this is one of my favourites, the Cartinas with their thank you um, tune that um, it's been around for years apparently, so not that I'm that old anyway. Anyway, welcome back to the show, to the Voice of Pacific Women, right here on Plains FM 96.9. It's the 29th of July, which means we're at the end of the month. And can you believe it? We're over that halfway mark for this year. So um, we all hope that you are keeping well. Um, it hasn't been the driest or the warmest winter actually it's been a bit all over the place not just here in, in Otatahi but actually right across um, Aotearoa so um, we hope that you are keeping well um, the show today um, like I said before we're going to be talking a little bit about what's happening with the ministry we've got some funds that are um, open at the moment so I just want to quickly I just want to highlight those that are the ones that are open um, to our communities that um, to encourage you to apply um, if it fits into the work that you're doing and and into the community Um, the first part I want to just briefly touch on is um, our wellbeing check Uh, we do a little bit of wellbeing check and within the team um, at the ministry um, with our wider team but also on a daily basis I'm always checking in to see how our um, my own team's doing so so my question out to you to all our listeners out there and I know these heaps and thousands and thousands of listeners out there um, just that simple question how are you doing um, how are you doing at home how are you doing at work and then you know more importantly how are you doing within yourself um, there's so much information and so many things happening around our communities we just all need to take the moment just to sit back take a deep breath and just reflect um, and just um, see things clearly once you've taken a bit of a break from the hustle of the day and it it does feel like a hustle at times when we're out there doing the work that we need to do for our community so uh, it feels like a 24-7 hustle. Even when you're sleeping, I'm always thinking, just before I go to bed, I'm thinking about what tomorrow, the next day will bring and what I need to prepare for. But one of the things that we are hearing in the community is around uh, winter wellness. So I just want to quickly just briefly touch on um, our winter wellness, um, which includes COVID. And if I just... Um, just reflect lightly on that there with our winter wellness it does include COVID so we continue to promote our messaging with our communities around making sure that you are keeping yourself safe and your family safe 
by continuing to follow the guidelines around COVID. Um, nationally, as New Zealand, we are still in orange. Um, so we continue to follow those guidelines around keeping yourself safe in the orange traffic light setting. Traffic light setting means that we can con- we can continue to carry on as we do on a daily basis. Um, but simple things um, to keep yourself safe is uh, wear a mask um, wherever and wherever you can. Wear a mask just to keep yourself safe from others. Um, continue to wash your hands. Um, when you are out and about if you can um, we are now just kings and queens of sanitizers so I, I notice everyone has little bottles of sanitizers in their bags so that's always encouraging to see that people are keeping themselves safe um, from each other but from themselves too uh, and that's with COVID and um, the other thing around winter wellness is um, how do we protect ourselves from the flu because uh, the flu um, continues to happen every day, uh, every year. So when it comes down to winter, we always prepare ourselves and making sure that we've got the things that we need at home, enough blankets, 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 um, firewood, making sure your home is safe and warm. Um, but the the messages that we are putting out to our communities um, is around keeping ourselves, protect yourself from the flu um, and just noting that um, you can get um, the free flu vaccine. It's free for all Pacific people aged 55 and older. It's free for pregnant women. Um, the flu vaccine is free for young children. Uh, especially with the history of breathing problems and anyone with asthma, diabetics, diabetes, sorry, diabetes, heart conditions and other health concerns. Um, so no other vaccine is going to protect us from the flu. Only the flu vaccine will do this. So um, if you can get to a GP um, to get a flu vax, um, we really encourage you to keep yourself safe and get a vac- flu vaccine. Um, so visit your GP, like I said. Um, your local pharmacy can also do uh, f- flu vaccines or your community vaccine centres, like uh, our providers out there like Etupasifika are doing f- vaccines. Um, so there are places out there that you can go to aside to your GP clinic and it's free for those who are eligible. So, But if you are unsure whether you're eligible or not, um, then just ring and ask. It's you know, there's no harm in ringing us, and no questions, a silly question. So we need to keep ourselves safe from COVID. We need to keep ourselves safe from the um, winter, um, winter during this winter period. And it hasn't been the warmest, and it hasn't been the driest. Um, and I know a lot of games have been cancelled due to the weather. Um, I know a lot of people have opted to stay home because it's too cold and that's okay we need to keep ourselves safe Um, any sniffles and all that stuff or if you're not feeling um, well um, a lot of agencies and organisations have the flexibility for people to work from home just so that you feel um, safe but also um, have that flexibility to do that and by all means talk to your um, 
employer about that. So that's our wellbeing check, checking in. Um, if I could share something that I do for wellbeing. Um, oh, I was thinking about this driving in, thinking, what would I share about my own wellbeing in terms of what do I indulge in? If there's one thing that I indulge in for my wellbeing is um, really good food. I don't know what it is, but it's just food, comfort food. Um, that just keeps me warm and it's usually soup, pumpkin soup. I love pumpkin soup, nice and hot and with um, toast, hot toast and melted butter, butter. Not marge, but it has to be butter that you, it just melts through the toast and, you know, it's got that nice kind of layer of butter juice. That's what, <laughs> is that what you call it? But, yeah, that's... that's um, that's part of my well-being is is good food to just keep me comfort food. not good food probably not healthy with the butter but um that's my indulge that's how i indulge in um keeping myself happy is as comfort food so that's my share for this morning so um like i said before we've got cook islands language week kicking off this um the Sunday actually and that goes for a week to Saturday uh, so I am playing a few Cook Islands tunes today so just to kick us off uh, I hope you enjoy this one and, and uh, get our hips moving
Oh, that's a nice number just to dedicate to our Cook Islands community out there, um, but also to our wider community as we celebrate, um, as we uh, plan to celebrate our Cook Islands Language Week that launches this Sunday right through to next week, Saturday. Um, and so this next part of the program, I just wanted to quickly... Just um, not quickly, but just give you a bit of a heads up of funds that are op- currently open with the ministry. Um, we've got three funds open at the moment. Uh, we have the Pacific Languages Community Fund, which is quite fitting because we are actually celebrating Cook Islands Language Week. Um, the other fund that is open is the Taloa Secondary School Scholarships, as well as the Taloa um, Tertiary Scholarships. So if I can just briefly give you an overview of the closing dates um, and then that way then I'll loop back into the um, the community fund. So the Taloa Scholarships uh, aim to inspire and support Pacific students um, to engage and study in um, the areas of STEM. It used to be STEM which is just S-T-E-M, but now we've added the arts, so now it's STEAM. So the Taloa Scholarships for tertiary and secondary schools um, is aimed to inspire and support Pacific students to engage with STEAM. So, uh, like I said, the STEAM covers science, and they all stand for science, technology, engineering, now the arts and maths. Um, and the vision is to help transform and impact communities that we live in in, this, in the areas of STEAM. Um, so the tertiary scholarships, tertiary scholarships, pretty self-explanatory, tertiary to cover off our students that are um, studying at university or a um, polytechnic um, in those spaces, in their STEAM space. Um, the closing dates for this fund, it opened in uh, early this month in July and it closes in about a week by the looks of it. Yes, it closes in a week. It closes by um, by Friday, 5th of August. So both, t- both scholarships are open, currently open for to law scholarships and they both close at um, on the 5th of August. Now, if you want to know more about what the Tullaw Scholarship is offering for our tertiary students, but also our, um, more importantly for our families who are interested for students that are in secondary school in those STEAM spaces, you can jump onto our website, um, www.mpp.govt. .nz and on that front page you'll be able to see um, funding and you click on that and then it's only two clicks, well actually two two clicks, click on funding and then you'll see STEM um, to law scholarships pop up and then you just click on that and then you can read through and then it gives you um, key dates, what the STEM covers, what the scholarship package includes who can apply, how to apply, and it also tells you what's not funded. 
I think that's really important to, you need to read that section of the application is what's not funded, just so that you don't go through the whole process to find out you didn't meet the criteria because we don't fund it under that, under that fund. So I do encourage you to get in touch with the ministry or if you have any questions, you can email the Taloa email, which is Taloa, T-O-L-O-A, at mpp.govt.nz. Um, so like I said, the, there's a tertiary scholarship, Taloa, and then also the Taloa Secondary School Scholarship. Um, same purpose, um, but what this covers for, because you're wondering, oh, what are you going to cover at secondary school for our, for our um, students? So what it does cover is um, the scholarship covers school fees for 2023, so for next year. It also covers and or a digital device. Now, one of the things on a side note, one of the things that we found out during COVID and lockdown is a lot of our students didn't have access to a Chromebook or a, a similar um, device, digital, a digital device during that time of study. But what this um, what this scholarship does is um, you have the option to apply for to buy yourself a, a digital device to help you to help you through that process around if you want to study in those spaces of STEAM. Um, it has a combined total value of two thousand, so up to two thousand dollars for school fees as well as and or a digital device. Um, so like we said, it's expanded to the arts as a creative and innovative skill. Um, processes and knowledge that are transferable into science, technology, engineering, maths and careers, maths careers. So once again, that, f- that fund is open. And like I said, just like the Taloa Tertiary Scholarship closes at 8 o'clock on Friday, the 5th of August. Once again, you can also email the Taloa email, which is Taloa. T-O-L-O-A at mpp.govt.nz So there's, those are the two scholarships that are currently open. They close next week. Um, and the one that I did just want to touch on because it's um, it's quite fitting that we're, we have this fund open given that we are in the middle of celebrating language weeks. Uh, we have um, the Pacific Languages Community Fund um, so as part of the Pacific Languages strategy that we have um, with the ministry, the Pacific Languages Community Fund was established to support Pacific communities um, to lead and drive their own solutions to retain and revitalise Pacific languages in Aotearoa. So that's it's quite broad. So you can get quite creative around how we how you propose to retain and and to revitalise your Pacific language. Um, We acknowledge that Pacific languages um, enables us to strengthen our language, not only our language but our culture and identity, um, and it's essential to our wellbeing and long-term success um, for Pacific peoples here in New Zealand, Aotearoa. So the fund is open. uh, it aims to support community-led initiatives. So once again, just to highlight community-led initiatives um, that um, raise the value of Pacific languages across Aotearoa. 
like I said, strengthen pathways and resources for learning Pacific languages and learning in, in your Pacific language. Uh, also create an environment for Pacific language to be used more often and in more spaces. So this fund, um, applicants can apply for up to $50,000 up to, so you can apply for 10, 15, 20 and up, you know, up to the uh, maximum of 50000 the catch is it has been open since June. Um, it has been open since June um, and it closes today on Friday, today, this Friday, the 29th of July. So if you are considering it, um, I've just lost my, if you're considering it, it does close today at five o'clock this Friday on the 29th of Ju- July. Um because our show is only every fortnight and I've missed the last couple because um, we've missed the last couple of shows uh, the, the fund has been open we would have uh, shared that with you but once again you can also jump onto the website our MPP website www.mpp.govt.nz to have a look at the fund and like I said before the brief is so broad you could be quite creative in how you create the space to run initiatives to lead initiatives to support revitalization and um, of our Pacific languages of your Pacific language create the space to enable that um, we're always encouraged to see a lot of our communities who are just um, who are doing the work in our in their communities and online we've seen a, a huge um, we've seen a lot of online resources um, videos um, and platforms in the social media space uh, to learn the language so that's really encouraging for someone for a generation who's um, for this generation and moving forward um, and for future is that we're in a real digital environment at the moment and so we not only we still continue to do the face-to-face and I and I love doing the face-to-face because you can really get some rich talanoa around face-to-face um, initiatives and programs um, but we also need to provide those options around the digital space for those that are in our remote areas and the rural communities who may not be able to get to a workshop or an event physically so always thinking about how do we raise the level of um, connecting and staying connected for our communities in the wider, in the wider communities in our um, remote areas. So yeah, so those are our two funds. Um, th- sorry, three funds that are currently open. We do have other funds that um, we do offer, but I'm not going to share those because they're currently closed. But once again, you can jump onto our website, have already to tour around, and have a wee look around what's on offer, and also. If I have time by the end of the show, I was going to share with you um, other services, programs and services that we have here at the ministry, just to give you a bit of an overview um, around the work that we are working on with other communities and other agencies and services. So so I'm going to take a break here. Um, Another... Um, Cook Island number and it's just um, I thought I I always get really inspired by the Cook Islands drums 
it's just I don't know what it is but I think just hearing the drums just really you know I sit up and my you know stretch my back and I just feel really inspired to you know motivated so I hope this this set will um, get us moving again um, encouraged to be a Cook Islander for the day as we uh, enjoy the, the Cook Islands drums a bit of a <laughs> an awesome uh, Cook Islands drum beat and I hope that got you moving too um, we all love to be Cook Islanders when those um, drums come out um, always encouraged by so much energy it does bring to um, to events when, a, when the Cook Islands drums do come out to play um, I just wanted to acknowledge another event that's also happening over the weekend because um I did say that we are celebrating uh, our Cook Islands Language Week. Um, and as you know, uh, the ministry 
work with communities to celebrate nine Pacific languages right across um, Aotearoa. Um, but that's not to say we also celebrate our other Pacific communities who are also celebrating their languages and in particular their um, Independence Days. So this weekend, actually tomorrow afternoon, there will be a celebration of the Vanuatu uh, 42nd Independence in Melanesian culture. So uh, I'll be heading down there to um, be amongst our Vanuatu and um, and Melanesian community who is going to be celebrating their second, 42nd independence. Um, that's what I love about this work at the ministry. I learn something new every day. Um, I may not remember these things because there's so much to remember, but I'm just really, feel really blessed that I'm able to um, uh, attend these events and celebrate with our communities, um, with the team. So uh, it, it's going to be happening. It kicks off at around about 2 o'clock goes through till about five so um, a few hours there um, because when we think about uh, Vanuatu we also in the Melanesian culture these it it doesn't it's not the islands of Melanesia (laughs) because under Melanesian there's other Pacific um, Pacific islands there too so this event will not only be celebrating the 42nd um, Independence of Vanuatu. We're also going to be um, celebrating and uh, having performances from the Solomon Islands community. Also, um, I'll be also get to see the um, Papua New Guinea, a Papua New Guinea performance, a performance from the Kiribati community, um, as well as our Fijian community, as well as our uh, Vanuatu community, who are going to be. Um, yeah, absolutely amazing tomorrow. I just want to send out a bit of a shout out to our communities out there, the Vanuatu community who is, um, I understand, will be uh, prepping for tomorrow's celebration. So I look forward to popping down, but if you're out and about and around, um, yeah, pop on in and um, be amongst the community as we celebrate not just Vanuatu, but also Solomon's, Solomon Islands, uh, Papua New Guinea, Kiribati, Fiji, Vanuatu. Um, as well as our Vanuatu community. So that's a bit of a shout-out there. Um, just wanted to just mention that um, because tomorrow is going to be a day of um, celebration of our languages. It's going to be amazing. Um, the other event that's also happening this weekend too is uh, there is an Education Sunday service uh, that is uh, being led out by um, St Paul's Trinity Pacific just out there on Fitzgerald Ave. Um, really do encourage and invite you to come down if you want to join the service. Um, Education Sundays um, celebrates our students. Um, it usually happens at the beginning of the year to celebrate and bless and for the um, minister to bless the um, the school year, but it's mid-year, so there's no best time or no time to do it, so it's always a good time to celebrate our students who are midway through the year. It's been a bit challenging for our students who have had to kind of um, pivot and change uh, wearing masks, not wearing masks and then go back to wearing masks for a lot of our schools um, a lot of sicknesses in schools too for our students and um, and families so we're just thinking about them as they navigate through that space but this Sunday we're going to celebrate our Pacific students who are going to be um, there with their school uniform on um, who have also and their schools have been invited to um, partake in the service so I'm really looking forward to going down 
to this event also following that there's going to be a Basifika, um a careers expo um, so if you want to talk directly to us um, with the ministry team it's going to be myself and Roberta Manitulia, um, our senior advisor for our Christchurch team, she's also going to be down there. So if you always wanted to know what we do at the ministry, because we do get asked that question, and it's okay to ask. I don't expect everyone to know uh, what we do and all that stuff, because we do, we do do a lot, um, I have to admit, and we're right across the sector. Um, so the team do a whole lot of work connecting with our communities and also with our agencies to support the work. Um, yeah, so if you're curious to know what we do, um, the expo kicks off at 2.30 for a couple of hours, um, two or three hours. So come on down, come talk to us, or even join us for the service at 11 o'clock, St. Paul's Trinity on Sunday. And of course, we've got the Vanuatu celebration. Um, I'm going to take another break. Um because I, I want I do want to play this tune. It's a bit of a, I always play when I come on. I always play a um, uh, an old school music, an old school tune. Um, and this one always reminds me of our mamas and papas and our matuas back in the day when they used to um, party, party, responsi- party responsibly and um, and just enjoy each other's company. It's, I always love it. This reminds me of them. <laughs>
So you can't tell me I'm old school without telling me I am old school because I am totally old school when it comes to um, the Yandel sisters. My father had uh, the old vinyl. Um, can you believe it? <laughs> it's, and I, you know, moments like these that you think, oh, I wish we still had those vinyls around because uh, they were just... Um, gave off the amazing sound from the vinyl. It's quite different when you've got it online versus hearing it um, on vinyl. So that was the Andal Sisters, um, a sweet inspiration. It's just an old, it's just a classic that's just priceless. You can't go without um, playing, going back to the old school. And interestingly enough, I had this conversation with um, with my boys, my, my sons who, one of them loves his music, and interesting enough, he's playing these old school tunes too. So we can influence our young people, even though they won't admit that. Um, even though they tell us we're old, but they won't admit that we've influenced their, um, inspired them with their with their choices of music and that. So um, yeah, always love that segment where we can um, reflect on going down memory lane and um, yeah, just acknowledging our our parents and mamas and papas. Those memories will just live on forever. Um, I do have a few minutes um, left on the show. It just goes so fast when you're having so much fun. This is why I love... I do miss coming um, to radio, um, but I'm sharing the love and sharing the leadership to... um, to develop our other our, the rest of our team so um, just a bit of a shout out to Robetta um, I'm going to get you in here too to um, with our new um, advisor when they start and we'll get him on the show to talk a little bit about himself uh, when he starts so we're really looking forward to um, having him on board with the team um, so with a few minutes left in our show, um, I did want to just quickly um, give you a bit of an overview of the work that we do, and that's just a snippet. Um, and like I said before, we've got um, you can jump onto our website, and it is easier to navigate through. I have to admit, and I um, do endorse the work that our com- com- uh, communications have been doing around um, revitalising our website. And if you go through, it's very colourful. It has amazing um, images of our Pacific peoples and so many different events. Um, and there is a tag there around Pacific programs and services that aim to create thriving, resilient, and prosperous Pacific communities, which is our vision for the for the Pacific community. But in there, you'll be able to see um, a selection of programs and services that the ministry lead, co-lead but also tasked with um, to ensure that we are meeting those goals around um, resilient and prosperous Pacific communities here in Aotearoa. So one of them I did briefly talk about, one of those programs is our Pacific Language Weeks and like I said we celebrate nine officially celebrate nine language weeks um, but also unofficially we also celebrate our other communities who are also celebrating their languages um, and generally they happen around their independence days uh, that's generally when it happens and um, our communities are celebrating um, our other program that we lead is also the Tupu Aotearoa program and the Tupu Aotearoa program supports Pacific people to gain tools and skills that enable them to thrive. Um, and this is really around employment and training. We do have a Tupu provider here, um, and on another show we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. 
Uh, another program that we lead is the Pacific Housing Initiative. Um, this initiative is part of a government response to the growing housing needs for Pacific people. So this is around um, home ownership and warm homes and that. So uh, the other one around is our Prime Minister's Pacific Youth Awards. We have had our, we've been running the Pacific Min- Prime Minister's Pacific Youth Awards for a really long time now, and um, it's been over ten years now actually that we've been running these awards to celebrate. Um, our young people in leadership uh, that have been um, acknowledged for their leadership in, in various sectors. And um, when I say Prime Minister, it doesn't mean you have to be academic to receive this award. It's the work that you do in the community as well as, you know, achieving in those areas too. But it's also what you do in our communities to support um, our Pacific communities to thrive. Another area that people may know or may not know, and I think a majority of people don't know, is that we have a nomination service. And we've been doing this for many years as well, as ever since I can remember that I've been with the ministry, is that we have a nominations database. Um, and this is a database of experienced um, Pacific people who are available for governance roles. So that's one part of nominations, is to offer our leaders into those governance roles and mainstream governance roles. That's one part of nomination service. You'd also um, would have seen in the media or announcements is that we have the um, Queen's Birthday Honours Awards. We also have the Queen's New Year's um, New Year's uh, Queen's Awards too and through nominations through the nomination service we also work in the space around providing those um, nominations through and submit those as well so um, you can also but aside to that you as a community can also submit a nomination for to, um, to nominate someone in your community or people in the community that meet the criteria for the Queen's Honours and Queen's Birthday Honours. And so, I mean, these are amazing accolades of the work that our people are doing in the community. Uh, so recently, um, we had our, another knighthood that was um, anointed, is that the word? Um, to one of our Pacific leaders, um, Dr. Colin Tukiatonga, who is now a sir. Um, so I have to remember when I see him, I um, address him as sir. So Dr. Colin, for his service to health, but also during the pandemic and, and during COVID, um, fronting all of those responses for Pacific. So, I mean, the nomination service is huge. Um, it's a huge piece of um, work, but also an opportunity to really acknowledge our people that are doing some amazing work in the community. The other program is um, I've just alluded to before around the scholarships is Toloa, and uh, our Toloa vision is to um, trans is a transformation impact in our communities that we live in through STEAM. Um, so, like, um, do encourage you to have a look on the online on our website around the criteria for those scholarships for secondary school as well as tertiary. Um, and then we have a, a, a few other programs that are in there that you can have a look at. Um, 
I did refer to a Pacific Languages Strategy, so we have that in there. Um, the minister also is a minister has also tasked us with Pacific Prosperity through social enterprise. So watch this space because I think this is a, an area that our Pacific communities do um, a lot of volunteer work in and uh, do all our arts and crafts and. Um, do all these extra catering, all these Pacific foods, like the social enterprise around how do you, not for personal gain, but actually a, um, a benefit to our communities in that social enterprise space. Um, an area that you would have seen over the last couple of years, or actually last year, would have been the was the Dawn Raids apology. Um, we're coming close to celebrating the first year of that. So that's uh, a huge piece of our work that we're very proud of um, that we've been involved in and led. And that's what, and one of the things that's really, really dear to our hearts is the Pacific Aotearoa Community Outreach um, and so to support our Pacific communities to keep themselves safe and prepared in the response to COVID. So we've had a lot, just over the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of our communities been supported uh, financially through a fund to enable them to do um, to run initiatives and events to support the response to COVID vaccination clinics and vaccination drive-throughs, vaccination events, um, Tongan events, Samoa events, Fiji events, to really encourage our people to um, get vaccinated during COVID. So. Um, so yeah, so that's a, a quick summary of our of the programs that we work in, um, but I yeah I it's really been it's, it's a good reminder coming back here just to sit back and reflect on the amazing things that our community is doing and to acknowledge that. So just want to thank you for listening in. Um, we're coming to the end of our show. It's only like a few more minutes before I have to sign off. Uh, just want to thank you for listening in. Um, hopefully I'll be back again. Actually, I will be back again because I've got to um, bring in uh, Robetta and our newbie um, into, the, into the studio to do some, do some uh, professional development around training around the, around the uh, soundboard and that. So just putting it out there. But um, there are other shows here at Plains FM. Get onto their, um, you can get onto their website and view all the other shows that are on too. We've got the Samuel program as well as our other programs here, here too. So that's me. That's me for today, uh, for this Friday, the 29th of July, the last Friday of the month, heading into August in the next couple of days, um, right here on Plains FM 96.9 for the Voice of Pacific Woman. Take care of yourselves and we'll talk to you in the next fortnight. Those yesterday, when I found the love with.